In a world where people are losing their minds, who will be the voice of sanity, of logic, of rationale, of morality and truth? This podcast is looking for like-minded people to stand up to the insane and be real. The Recovery Atheist Podcast is calling you to step forward and be counted. Welcome to the Voice of Change. Welcome to the Recovery Atheist Podcast. Well, hello, everybody out there in Podcast Nation. This is the Recovery Atheist, and I am so excited that you were able to join me again for another episode. Thank you to everyone who is listening to my show, who takes the time to download and uh, comment and respond and just uh, take, you know, part in the show that I'm bringing to you tonight. Um, not much going on in my world. It's pretty much the same. Um, just working and training. That's going well. My outpatient group is going well. Just got a big snowstorm today. So they ended up, uh, just doing the group through zoom, which was kind of cool to be able to take a break and just lay in bed, sit in bed and do it through zoom. We'll be back in the group room tomorrow. Um, Everything's going well for me other than, you know, my sleep. I could definitely be getting better sleep than what I'm getting right now. But uh, come Friday, I have an appointment to get my cannabis medical card to be able to get it in pill form. Um, So hopefully next week by this time, I'll be able to do that. and, And hopefully that'll help me a little bit more with the sleep issues that I'm having. Well, today what I want to talk about is something that, what was it, yesterday morning, um, I'm sitting waiting to get going to get on the bus to go to work, and I'm watching John Oliver on um, This Week Tonight or whatever it's called, this show that he has, and it was about critical race theory. And it's a topic that a lot of people don't really know about. It's a topic that, if you watch the news, is being talked about quite a bit on Fox News and on the conservative right side uh, of the government and of people who are conservative. Um, Again, it's about a race theory and race training um, to be able to understand the civil rights and how we've kind of gone backwards now when it comes to civil rights. So I want to talk a little bit about that because it is a huge topic in the world that we live in today, and that's race equality. You know, you've got Black Lives Matter. You've got the Me Too movement. You've got the LGBTQ uh, movement. Um, you got all these different movements that are out there dealing with having equal rights. Uh, feminism. Um, and so on and so forth. So I wanted to touch a little bit on that tonight because it is a very uh, touchy subject. It is explosive, uh, very controversial in some of the way people think about these issues. Now, when it comes to critical race theory, what really got it started 
was by a philosopher. It was a philosopher um, who had writings by the name of Derek Bell. He was writing, these writings came out in the 1970s and early 1980s. It was born out of the realization by legal scholars, lawyers, and activists that many um, of the advances of the civil rights movement had stopped and in some circumstances were beginning to become reversed. So we don't really see much about civil rights anymore. Remember back in the 60s and 70s into early 80s, there was a huge civil rights movement that was going on from Malcolm X to Martin Luther King and so forth. And we just don't have those movements anymore. In fact, a lot of people feel that we've taken steps backwards when it comes to those rights. Um, with critical race thinking, they have five tenets. Uh, the first one is the notion that racism is ordinary and not operational. Uh, two, the idea of an interest convergence. Three, the social construction. Four, the idea of storytelling and counter-storytelling. And five, the notion that whites have actually been recipients of civil right legislation. Now, when they were looking at the critical race theory, they were looking at it as why are not all civil rights being protected, even though it was written in law? And today, especially through this last term of having Donald Trump in office, we are not having the same civil rights that are protected as they should be. And there are certain rights that should be changing by now that haven't changed. Um, now, on the GOP side, the Republicans, they will say that it's new Marxism, a way of, of a different type of Marxism, and it has all been started by the critical race theory, and it's not. The GOP, the Republican Party, says that it's racist. It isn't. The Republican Party believes that it's being taught in our schools. It is not being taught in our schools. You know, and we get uh, a lot of people that talk about CRT. That's the way I'm going to call it. And they'll sit there and they'll say that America isn't a racist country. Look, we voted in Obama. No. <laughs> um, that is ridiculous to think just because we voted a black man into office. Does that mean that there is not racism in this country? There's tons of racism in this country. Um, and now it's turning out that a lot of states are outlawing the teaching of CRT. It is something that they're wanting to hide. They're wanting to sweep under the rug. You know, the, the core idea is that racism is not merely the product of industrial or individual bias or prejudice, but it's also something that's embedded into legal systems and policies, and we see it today. That's why we have all of these riots that are going on. We've got all of these shootings that are going on, definitely within our uh, police systems. Um, there needs to be a change. There is too much... Uh, profiling going on, racial profiling, uh, too much of them reacting before actually figuring out the situation to find out if their reaction is 
appropriate or not. Um, and then like what happened just recently here in Minneapolis with, um, the police officer by the name of Potter getting the very light sentencing for killing a man that she shot, that she thought she was shooting a taser and not a gun, which I get it. It was a mistake, but at the same time, how could you not know that what you were shooting was a gun and not a taser? That is a pretty big mistake. And to get 24 months for killing a man was 16 months in jail. Uh, she'll have some time served, so she'll get out in a decent amount of time. And then eight months of an ankle bracelet in home confinement. I, I just really feel that if it was me or if it was a black man or woman in that position, it would be a completely different situation. Um, with me being with a criminal past and an alcoholic and my tattoos and my piercings and just the way I look and everything, I don't think I would get the same um, you know, leniency that this judge gave to this police officer. So this is a big thing. This is not something that is to be taken lightly. It's all through our court systems. Uh, it deals with our incarcerations. It deals with police brutality. It deals with employment, housing. It's connected to all the economy, the government, and politics. Um, there's a reason why we have an equal opportunity guideline when it comes to work and housing and things of that nature so that uh, racism and that profiling doesn't happen to allow people to be able to live their lives. Okay, there's a reason why, you know, like, what is it, 75, 80% of the people that are in jail are a minority? There's a reason. There's too much profiling, too much non-violent criminals that are being put into jail for the smallest of crimes and other ones that are big crimes, they're allowing them to go, maybe because they have money, or I'll just say it, maybe because they're white. You know, any any white person that tells me that there's not white privilege, they're full of shit. There is a lot of white privilege in this world. I know it. I've had it done to me. Um, in 2020, I was picked up for a DWI where I was uh, double the legal amount. So you blew a point two one. Um, I was arrested, brought in, and was released in 12 hours without even to happen to see a judge. Um, no bail, no nothing. Um, I have a feeling that if it was somebody else of a different color, it might have been a different situation. Now, that's just my feeling. That's just my opinion on it. But that's truly how I feel about it. I feel like I was let off because I was white. I don't necessarily feel good about that. You know, conservatives, they want to say it's an indoctrination to teach CRT in school, even though for years racism was taught in schools. We were taught about all these great men, supposedly, Thomas Jefferson's, the Christopher Columbus's, and how great men they were when they truly were horrible, horrible, horrible men. 
Thomas Jefferson had multiple slaves, had children with multiple slaves. Christopher Columbus was a pedophile. He was also a killer um, and had multiple slaves as well. Yet we still celebrate Columbus Day. You know, again, this is the stuff that critical race theory is being brought up and why it's in place. So this stuff can be discussed. That way the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th Amendment can be uh, uplifted. That it can be actually used for what it is meant to be used for. Now, there's an activist that's out there. His name is Christopher Ruffo. Um, He says it's a revolutionary program that would overturn the principles of the Declaration and destroy the remaining structure of the uh, Constitution. Uh, He says diversity training in government and CRT is wrong. So all of these diversity trainings that are happening in schools, that are happening in police departments, to where we're becoming more cultural culturally accepting and understanding of the different cultures, he thinks that that should not be taught and that it's a wrong thing to do. That in its own right to me is racism. Um, Trump tried to ban CRT. Never happened, but he tried. The biggest thing about this is nobody wants to talk about it. It's an uncomfortable conversation to have. Okay, especially if you're someone of my nature, being white, it is a hard conversation to have. Anytime we need to speak about racial issues, we should not shy away from having honest dialogue to correct mistakes that have been made in the past so it won't happen again in the future. We shouldn't be afraid of this. This is progress. This is something that has to be done. This is something that needs to be broken. We need to change people. We need to look at life as what it is and that everyone has the right to be able to have success in the world that we live in today, regardless of color of the skin. You know, I'll speak to my my white brethren out there that's here listening to me. Everyone has the right to have the same amount of success and things in the life as we do. It is bullshit that somebody else does not get to have that success and happiness in life just because of their pigmentation and whatever pigment that they have and that they should be profiled and they should be uh, made to feel less than just because of that. This needs to stop. We need to change. This country needs to change. Um, And with the extreme right, the conservative right, the Christian right, it is getting so out of control right now with how they talk, how they feel like they can just treat people the way that they treat them and think that it's okay and that they're right and that we all should start living the way that they want us to live. Well, I stand up to that. Fuck you. This goes out to all the con- uh, the, the extreme conservatives that are out there. Fuck you in the fucking tree that you came 
in on fuck you and everything that you you know represent fuck you in the life that you have i hope it's taken away from you i'm very bitter about it you don't have the right to tell any of us how we should be living our lives we don't tell you why do you have the right to do it to us what what makes you decide what's racism and what's not? What makes you decide what is correct and what isn't? What is right and what is wrong? That is not up to you. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you what critical race theory is not. It's not anti-racist teaching. Okay? It's not all about having to completely abolish racism because that's going to be around that stuff that that stereotyping and some of that nature is going to be around but we need to discuss it and learn why it's wrong to to say the things that we say and do the things that we do it's for the most part an accurate teaching of the u.s history it includes the u.s history's past But that's not what critical race theory really relies on. Yes, we can go back and look at all the history of what the racial, you know, racist past has been in this country. It's not a teaching for social justice. That's not what it's about. It's talking about civil rights and making sure that they're upheld. It's not for diversity, uh, equity, or inclusion. It's not trying to change people to be on one side or the other. Okay? It's not trying to make June t- uh, Juneteenth a federal holiday, or it's not Marxism. It's not teaching children to hate the United States. It's definitely not being taught in schools. But people want to sit there and say that it is and say that it's corrupting and causing children to hate the country that they're from and what, you know, this country stands for. Okay, that's not what it's about. It's about making sure that the civil rights, the amendments of 13, 14, 15 amendment are being upheld and that that change, that progress is continuing to happen. Is the world getting better or are we getting worse? Are people's lives and their rights being getting better or or are they getting worse? Okay. The people out there, when they hear the words Black Lives Matter and they get all pissed off about it and say, no, all lives matter, you just don't fucking get it. Okay, we're not saying that all lives don't matter or just black lives matter. We're not saying that it's bringing up an idea to be able to be looked at so that it can be brought to the attention of people because it's been lacking for a long time now. Just because I say save the wells doesn't mean fuck the dolphins. Did you hear what I just said? Just because I might say save the wells doesn't mean fuck the dolphins. It's just bringing up the idea that whales have been killed off for far too long. Just like the black community has been killed off 
for far too long by these corrupt political policing systems that are in our government today. Things have to change. I'm all for the defunding of the police department. I think they have too much power. I think they think they can get away with whatever they want, do whatever they want, because they they carry a badge. And it's wrong. We need to start thinking critically about race and about where we stand today and how our beliefs are. This isn't going to happen overnight. This is something that's going to take quite a while to to get through. It goes by generations of teaching to change. Are we more progressive today than what we were in the past? Of course we are, without a doubt. With gay rights, women rights, um, civil rights, black rights. I mean, there's... Look at what happened in Georgia with the election. All the the black community turning out for the election in Atlanta to turn Georgia into into a blue state. It was beautiful. Things are changing. There used to be a day where the black community couldn't vote at all. That they would do anything and everything to make sure in the South that they would not be allowed to vote. This election, this last election, they're the reason why, one of them, that the election turned out the way it did. That is progress. That's what critical race theory is about. It's about making progress. Instead of watching our civil rights go backwards... We need to continue to push it forward to make sure that their their rights are protected, all people's rights. So that's where I'm at on that today. It's just, it's a huge topic today with what we live in and every day going out into the world. We need to be more critical about race. We need to be more critical about civil rights and how we look at them and how we portray them and how we use those rights. So that's what I have to say about it. I just needed to get it off my chest. It's really been bothering me. Um, there's still too many racists in this, this country for my liking. It doesn't matter what the color of your skin is. I could fucking care less. Doesn't matter to me. I don't see that. We all bleed the same. We all die. We all have one thing in common that we want, and that's to have happiness and joy and purpose in the life that we live today. So let's have purpose, people. In everything that we do, let's have purpose. Work together to create that purpose. Again, thank you for listening to me again in this episode. More podcasts are going to be coming in the future. I'm just trying to continue to push forward, uh, getting myself financially set back up again with work. Now that I'm working, I'll have a paycheck coming here on Friday, so I'm excited about that. Gradually, things are going to get better and better and better. That's what recovery does for you. It allows you to be able to make the changes that you need to make and become the person 
that you always wanted to be. I hope that you're trying to do that today. Come along for the ride with me, the journey, because I swear the payoff, it's sweet. The payoff is sweet. Again, this is The Recovery Atheist. You can find me on Facebook, The Recovery Atheist group page. You can find me at therecoveryatheist at gmail.com if you have any requests for topics or just want to chat. You can find me on all platforms. I'm on Pandora, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. You, you think about it, it's there. Um, take me on the go when you're on the go. Would love to, to go along for you, uh, go along with you. Um, YouTube, I have the YouTube channel right now. I'm putting up a couple videos here and there, but a lot of them I just don't have the productive quality that I'm used to. And so I just don't feel um, good about putting the videos up there until I get a better feel for having some editing ability to make it more enjoyable for the audience and for me as well. Um, so eventually as time goes on, I will be getting all that back up and running again. Um, but I do have a lot of podcasts, videos that are on the YouTube channel that I have the recovery atheist, please subscribe. All righty. I love all of you. I hope you're all doing well out there and enjoying the end of February. And, uh, let's just keep moving forward. Let's keep getting better. Let's keep getting stronger. Love all you guys. And I'm out. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Recovery Atheist Podcast. It's now up to you. What will you do with what you've heard? How will you use it? I challenge you not to stay silent. Be heard. Be real. Be different.